Welcome to another episode of The MS Burgers. Hello! Too loud. Too loud. Hello. That's better. Thank you. So, it's been another two weeks. Yes, Tosh. Since, uh, since anybody heard anything from us? Yeah. Not much has been going on? I don't think. Has anything been going on? Or have I just uh, skipped it? It's two weeks, I guess. Did we- anything happen... Why do I feel like something happened last weekend? Did it not? No. 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 We have uneventful lives. Yes. That we then share with people that listen to this podcast. Yeah, I feel like the thing I thought happened last weekend was probably just we found a shop that we liked. That's it. Yeah. That's it. We found a shop that we liked. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a shop. So. That was, it was quite exciting though. Yeah. I like a nice new shop. Yes. Welcome to another episode. That's it. That's yeah. it for this week. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> How have you been? Tell me everything. Um, what do you mean, like, everything? How how you're feeling? How am I feeling? Yeah, how you're really feeling. How I'm really feeling. On the inside. No, I don't share that. Why? Because it's a secret. No. Do you mean no? Yes, it is. <laughs> if I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you. And that's that. Right. But yeah, uh, nothing's been going on. Obviously, I am back at work and have been back at work now for uh, about a month. It's been about a month. Has it been a whole month? Well, no, I went back on the 16th. So. About three weeks. Three now? weeks. Yeah. yeah. It's been all right. It's been normal. It's been nothing. It's, well, it kind of reminds me of, well, it makes me think of, I suppose, just because obviously initially before I went back, I I thought like, you know, because of all the changes and the differences and you get used to things being a certain way and then you have to go back and do stuff you haven't done before and everything's changing. I thought that it would be different, Um, but it's so weird how you get all this like built up in your head how bad it's going to be and how hard it's going to be and it's going to be really difficult and you're going to hate it um but then once you're back and done it for like a few days you, you, I, don't, I don't know if it's an autism thing it probably well, it might be but you just kind of forget what it was like before you know yeah like I've kind of I don't know if it's because I know other people reminisce, you know, and they they think about times before and loads of people have been saying to me like, oh, remember like how things were pre, you know, lockdown or whatever. Yeah. Um, And you think, well, yeah, I remember that. But for me, like once I get into a new routine and once I've got a way of doing things in place now, which is, you know, what I've got with what we're doing now where I work. um. You kind of you kind of just forget what it used to be like. I, I do anyway. So once I've got like a new routine in place, I can immediately forget any old routines I had of the old ways I used to do things. Uh, and then you just kind of you just kind of get on with it. You know, you just kind of you just kind of adapt to it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's it's difficult for, I suppose, people on the spectrum in general to adapt to stuff. Uh, new stuff anyway. But I've always found with me a lot of the time you kind of just well, I don't know if it's a you thing, but it's definitely a me thing, where you think that you don't want to do something. You know, someone tells you you've got to do something or you've got to go somewhere. So, and in your head, you just think, that'll be hideous. And like, that'll be horrible. I won't be able to do that. And then you don't want to do it. And you spend all your time worrying about it and thinking about it and, you know, ruminating about it. And then when you finally get around to doing it, you know, that initial like first bits of it, which are a bit weird, but then once you start building a routine and getting things in place and once you've locked in your way of going about it, it's not a problem anymore. It's just as regular as anything else you do. And you, you forget that you were worried and you forget that it was a big deal and you just you're fine with it, you know. Yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily like and I don't know if it's just because I, you know, I di- you know, late diagnosis and like the late diagnosed in general because we don't have the knowledge that we're autistic, we can't use it to explain or not do something. You know, sometimes you, you can say I'm autistic, so I can't do this. So you don't do it. And like when you don't know that you're or you're not diagnosed, you can't say anything about it. And you just have to go ahead and do it. Um, you find that it's, it turns out it's fine. Yeah. It's just that initial, you build it up in your head so much. 
that you think it's going to be the worst thing in the world and then when you actually get around to doing it it's not that bad at all um and then you just you lock in the stuff to make it easier for yourself and you get used to doing something which then once you're used to it and familiar with it you can create your own way of doing it and then once you've got your own way of doing it it just becomes something that you barely think about every time you do it you know yeah which i think is why a lot of people like you know are told on the spectrum you can't work in a shop or something like that you know um and then people are always just like, well, you know, you did well with your autism to, you know, work in a shop or, you know, go to university and that kind of thing. But I never see it as like an achievement. I never see it as something where I think, yeah, you're right. I have done really well with that, you know, in spite of my autism. You know, I've still managed to do this because it's so mundane and so like in my routine and stuff. I just think like it's not a big deal. I don't know why you're making it a big deal because... Uh, I don't feel like it's a big deal at all. It's just something that I do on a day-to-day basis and I don't feel like it requires any extra energy or any extra, you know, like effort to do. It's just what I do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why, like, I don't really see anything of it. Like, I know some people have asked me what it's like being back and uh, how it is being at work and all that stuff, but I, I haven't really put much thought into the... Even, like, the weirdness of it. Like, I get so many people now that come in to where I work, you know, wearing like face masks or they start conversations about everything that's going on. And I don't ever, like, I don't ever notice that it's weird. I don't ever think anything of it. Um, when people start talking about it in many ways, I'm just a bit like, who cares? Like, you know, doesn't matter. Yeah. No, I, I But that's like, because for me, it's it's not a big deal. I don't see, like, people wearing face masks now is normal. People queuing outside stores to go in is normal. I don't see any of it as odd it's just the way it is and I don't really recall the difference between what it was like before and what it's like now I just know what it's like now yeah Uh, and I don't think about what it was like before was it easier was it harder you know and then when it goes back to normal and you don't have to queue outside and people haven't got to do certain things I won't remember the times when we used to have to queue outside and wear face masks like for me I don't really appreciate any sort of differences in anything changing like how everything is now I don't feel like there's a massive change and I don't feel weird about it and I don't feel that it's something that um is a bit odd you know yeah I mean you've you've been very chill I would say with the whole thing it's just it's just the I mean people are referring to it as the new normal but for me it's just the normal yeah um I just I kind of now just take everything that happens as just this is the way people are but I don't I don't see it as a bad thing, good thing. I just see it as uh, that's how it is, you know? Yes. But initially, you know, you do spend your time thinking, like, oh, what about this? What about that? Like, I'm getting... I've got myself booked in for a haircut next Saturday. Yeah. And I spent all my time yesterday while we were walking about looking into every... Because all the the hairdressers opened up yesterday and I spent all my time... Because I couldn't work out if I've got to wear a mask or if... um, if the person cutting your hair wears the mask, or you both got to wear a mask and that kind of thing. And this whole time I've been thinking that I have to wear a mask as well as um, the person cutting my hair has to wear a mask. And I was thinking, like, how do you do your sideburns and, like, you know, that kind of thing? Because, you know, the mask yeah. goes over that bit. Do I take it off? Don't I take it off? Um, and I'm not a particular fan of wearing the masks. I don't like having sensory stuff on my face. I don't like things touching my face. Yeah. So I don't wear masks. Like I haven't worn a mask since any of this. And uh, if there is a place where you're required to wear a mask, I just wouldn't do it because I can't I can't wear them. It's the same with like facial hair. I can grow my facial hair to a point, but then it becomes something that I'm super aware is on my face. And it like distracts me and it's all I think about like day in, day out is that there's something on my face until I have to shave it off. And then like it's immediate relief, you know, that it's gone. So like the idea of wearing a mask um, all day, it weren't all day, but just for like getting my hair cut and stuff is something that I was like, oh, it's made me think, should I cancel my haircut? Should I go? Shouldn't I go? Uh, so yesterday we were walking around and I was looking in like every hairdresser. Yes, you going to see what the rule is, but it seems like if you're getting your hair cut, you don't wear a mask. It's the one cutting your hair. So I was just like, oh, cool, that's fine. And then I saw some like big politician on Twitter um, post a picture of him getting his hair cut yesterday, and he wasn't wearing one. I just thought, well, if he's not wearing one, then uh, I'm sure it's fine. Yes, that was definitely a, a thought yesterday. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, you even said it. You said, uh, so that's what you're burgering about today, is it? It was only because she... <laughs> It turns out there's a lot of hairdressers near us. I didn't realise how many until I went out for a walk with you yesterday. And it was like, every maybe five minutes, if we managed to get as long as five minutes, there was just a, well, in there, they're all wearing masks. Or in there, none of them are wearing masks. It was like that, but it was everyone. I didn't mind. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know you weren't complaining, but you did genuinely go because we were having like because with me, if I'm really thinking about something, um, I'll carry on having the conversation as normal. So say like we're talking and we're just walking down the road, and I'm like saying I don't know, for example, like oh yeah, and then you know I saw this happening, and then every time I go past a barber's or a hairdresser, I'm just like oh they're not wearing masks in there, and then I go back to like yeah. the conversation I was having, like and so anyway, what I was saying was, and then like you know two more steps down, another hairdresser coming like oh no mass in that one and I just keep doing that and like my conversations are really broken up by the thing that's like I guess my dominant thought for the day yeah and I think I'd done it like three or four times and you were just like so that's what you're burgering about then (laughs) yeah no I think I just laughed at you and I I think I said something like oh I don't need to guess what's on your mind today or something Mm, yeah mm. but yeah because I'm getting my um because I'm getting my hair cut next Saturday, I, uh, I, uh, I've, I've tried to work out the the rules yeah, of it. I've, rules. I've been looking at like everything and just thinking, like, so what have I got to do? Because, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to have to put a mask on, so uh, if I can help it. Yes. Yeah. But, um... Can I ask you something? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. I don't know, but... The other day, you found that little diary. Oh, right, yeah. Can I talk about this? Well, yeah, yeah, you can do, yeah. I'm not going to say anything, like, specific. There wasn't anything particularly, like, secret in there. But I thought it was quite interesting. I was going to bring it up on here, only if you want to, obviously. I don't want to make you uncomfortable. But the diary was written, I think it was about five years ago, maybe? Uh, Five, six, maybe years ago? Yeah. Sort yeah, of d- no, there. I dated it. Did you not? Yeah, I think it. I think it said 2014, 2015. Yeah. So yeah, it was about five, six. It years was fourteen because I, I did. I was unemployed when I arrived. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and, and I, then you just started working. I started working yeah. where I'm working now, like October twenty fourteen. So it must have been sort of just like mid. Yeah. Thing. I was in therapy, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. so you were writing this diary, and I think you were writing it because you were in therapy, and it was asking you to. Uh, I mean, there were several sort of different bits in there. There was bits where every hour you had to write what you were doing at that particular moment. So, I don't know, watching TV, playing Xbox, something like that. And then there was bits where you were just sort of writing about your worries for the day or what you were sort of what had been your dominant thoughts for the day or sort of like that. Um, So it's not it wasn't a diary as such of, you know, today I went and did this. It was more burger related sort of thoughts um but what he thought was quite interesting from reading that diary is just and I don't know I don't want to like put words in your mouth or put like a an opinion across but from what I read um which you you said I could read it I wasn't just <laughs> I wasn't just reading your diaries or anything you handed it to me to read no, you were really <laughs> just trying to like, let everybody know, I know. That. so but... just to clarify Scarlett did not find a secret <laughs> stash of my diaries then took it upon herself <laughs> to go through them all and then started talking like like it was something that I found. I was rooting around in my drawers looking for something else. And I found because um, every time I've been in therapy, for some reason, they, they've always made me keep a diary. So scattered about the flat, I have five or six like weird yeah. diaries from different points in my life when I've been in therapy. Uh, and I found this particular one. I read it. I then threw it at you and said, hey, look at this like yeah. stuff in here. So It's only because I like have a really, I, I really like to respect people's privacy and I don't like to intrude. So even when you handed it me to read, I was like, are you sure? Am I okay to read this? Like I didn't <laughs> get really uncomfortable with the idea of looking at something that someone might not want me to see. So I don't know. I think feel like I'm clarifying it even more because it's it still doesn't sit like the, I don't know, even though you've given me your permission, I still feel a bit strange about it, but it's fine. It's so weird, because the book you're reading at the moment... Is a diary. Is a diary. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> but, I, you know, that woman died like 200 years ago, so it's, it feels less intrusive. Um, but, but yeah, um, 
So <laughs> I was reading it and I just thought it was really interesting because I feel like the I feel like you have come a long way in changing. And I don't know, you might feel completely different. But when I was reading the diary, you seem to have really like grown and developed, even though it's like, it's you know, it's been five, six years. Um, and it's not, you know, it's sort of the period for you between sort of the late 20s and to, to your mid 30s now. Mm. So that's not really, a, I mean, obviously any stage of your life is a, big growing age but it's not like a you know your teenage years where you're forming like you're still you were an adult at the time you're still an adult now it's not do, do you know what I mean it's not one of those periods of your life where there would necessarily be such a big change but you just seem to be quite different now I would say you definitely seem calmer than you were then and the things you were worrying about um I thought were really interesting because you don't seem to have the same worries now. And I know you do worry about things and you burger about things now and you think these thought processes through. But from reading that, it didn't seem like what you have now is as intense, if that makes sense. I I think you do obviously sometimes have strong, you know, worries now, but it just seems like then it was a constant sort of everyday, um, very like, and it just, it all felt very negative where sometimes now you worry about what game to get on the console. Whereas then it was a lot more like your health and the things that I would, I would say are more serious and more concerning and you're worrying about them because you think it will really impact. Whereas even though obviously picking a game when it's in a, a burger sort of thought process, it can be very like, it can feel very intense it still ultimately is only going to be what game you're going to play. It's not going to affect you so much. And I just, I didn't know if you felt that way. Um, and I just sort of wanted to ask you about it because for me, it was like reading a, a book from someone that was definitely in, I don't know, in a, in a worse place maybe, or just, it just seems like you've, you've developed a lot over the last sort of half a decade or so. Yeah. I mean, thing is with all my old diaries in general so i mean yes all the old ones that i uh <laughs> sneaky yawn <laughs> but i didn't want to do a really loud yawn like if someone's listening to this with headphones on i want to hear that i'm sorry to do it away but yeah like with all the old diaries that i've uh yeah that i've had um they're all like from different periods of time and um, like I've had loads of different types of therapy, I suppose, and they've all done different things. Because the diary that you're talking about, there were bits of it, like the start of it is just, I remember they made me do an exercise where I wrote down every hour yeah. what I was doing. Yeah. Um, because I can't remember where it came from, but I was talking about how I, I think I was talking about like I don't do anything all day or I don't achieve anything all day or it was one of those sort of conversations. Yeah. And the diary starts with just every hour, I literally write what I'm doing at the hour, every hour. So, you know, like at 10 o'clock, I have to stop and write down what I was doing. Uh, and when you go through it, because during the diary, I was unemployed. So there's like lots of me doing nothing, really. Yeah. Um, just it's a lot of like Xbox, TV, movie, Xbox, food, you know, that kind of thing. It's like a there's like there is a pattern, but it's me not doing a lot. Um and I remember doing that exercise, but I don't remember doing the exercise, but I remember once reading it back, like, oh, I kind of remember doing that. Yeah. Uh, and I remember when I did uh, cognitive behavior therapy, there was a similar thing where they gave me a table and I had to mark like uh, every, it was like the same thing, like every sort of hour, what I was doing. But then it had like, it was more in depth where I had to rate emotional, you know, write down my emotion at the time and how I'm feeling out of 10 and all that stuff. Um, but the thing is with me is when I read back these old diaries, because I have got them scattered about, like I've got a set of drawers where if you just find a notepad, like I know you've come across them where you're looking yeah. for like a notepad to write something down, you just find a book and think, oh, cool, the notepad, but then it's full of like just my writing. In yeah. There. Um, reading them back, I always feel like it's reading back somebody else anyway. So if you look at all of them, they're all from different stages like with me. And I've only ever gone into therapy at points where... Uh, you know someone's deemed that I should be in therapy again um and I haven't been in therapy since I think that 
book you've got is the last time I was in therapy, I think. Okay. Because yeah. I had the, um, we've done the, I think we did an episode when I was having the um, sensory therapy. But yeah. That, that's different. You know, like I'm talking about like my psychological. Yeah. Like therapy stuff. Um, yeah, that was the last time I've had it. And I haven't needed to do anything like that in a while. But yeah, what I mean is when I read those back, it doesn't feel like I'm reading about me anyway. Yeah. So when other people read them like yourself and like if you did read another ones, I don't feel like you're intruding because it, even when I read it back, when I found it and read it back before I gave it to you, it doesn't feel like I'm writing about myself. In fact, reading some because the diary starts with the hour on hour thing, but then it just moves into like a normal diary where I explain what I was doing that day. Yeah. Um. Actually, no, this diary is not one of those diaries where I write what I was doing that day. I just write down what I'm thinking yeah. or what I've been thinking about that day. Um, and even reading it back, it was hard for me to pinpoint exactly where I was. Like, I, I was reading it back and it was hard. I didn't, I couldn't remember writing it or I couldn't remember that point in my life. Even though I'm reading, like, physical evidence yeah. of what I was doing that day, I was then trying to, like, remember, you know that point in my life and I couldn't recall it at all yeah um and I don't know if that is because like you said I'm more like relaxed and changed now that now I I only can ever live in the moment anyway in general yeah like we were saying at the start of this episode where I said that I can't remember pre-covid time now that well yeah or I can't remember how I used to do things back then to how I do things now it's the same with those diaries like I I can read them but I don't remember being that way so um I do remember, though, with the diaries, though, the, the one that you read, is that I was a lot more, like, my anxiety levels and worry yeah. were much higher. I do remember going through a period of uh, that point in my life where I I did feel, like, nervous and on edge about stuff. And I don't even know where it came from because I can think about what I was worried about. And if you read about it, I remember the main things I was worried about was ISIS yeah uh, and climate change um yeah. because it was like the first summer where we'd got to like into the late 20 degrees here yeah. so depending on where you're listening like obviously 20 degrees i can i don't know which way around it is which is the really high one what do you mean you know like in england like we, do we use celsius celsius that's it yeah, I, I yeah. Did know it. so it was 20 degrees celsius um i couldn't remember which way around not it fahrenheit i just yeah. know that a lot of countries use fahrenheit and when someone goes oh yeah it's like 75 today i'm just oh, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> we like yeah. I'm like how, how is anybody alive still? Have you but, melted? Then, but then it turns out it's they're talking fahrenheit and obviously like with celsius zero is freezing and then there's below but with fahrenheit freezing's not zero is it it's no it's like I don't know, 20 or something. Well, we don't use it, so yeah. I've never had to learn it. Yeah, so, yeah. But, but like, yeah, so 20 degrees Celsius. Um, You know, that used to be like a normal summer here, 20 degrees. But then I think it was the first time that summer had gone past 20 and it was like 25 or something. You know, now summer gets to like 30 here, but... I think, yeah, and probably just for anyone listening, like regularly, I imagine, because, you know, bit, prior to that, it had got into the late 20s, like, you know, the odd day and stuff, but I yeah. guess it was a... a just a warm summer in general. But like every summer that we've had, it's been like, this is now the hottest day on record. It happens yeah. like every summer pretty much. Like now we're going. And I was talking to someone and they said that like the degrees going up each by one degree each year. And then they said something along the lines of eventually it will get to the point where it's too hot. Yeah. And then they were talking about like, you know, like human extinction and all yeah. this stuff. And they were just casually mentioning it. And like, People mention that kind of stuff all the time. Like there, there's been times before that where people would mention that kind of thing. And there's been times after that, you know, now where people mention that kind of thing. Uh, but for some reason, at this one point, at exactly the same time that I was in therapy and writing these diaries, it just terrified me. It just, for some reason, it's the only time it took like an actual effect. And then, you know, the whole ISIS thing had started off and it was when ISIS was at its like beginning uh, and they did an interview with it. I was reading a newspaper and they did an interview with uh, somebody who was in ISIS and they said that they were going to take England and that they were going to take over London and England would become an ISIS ruled country. And I was at the same level where I genuinely in my head just went, that's going to happen. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, then it was just a weird thing where I seemed like panicked by everything all the time. Like when it got slightly warm outside, 
I got worried. And the newspapers, their you know their thing they were into at the time was ISIS. So all newspapers were full of ISIS. And like obviously I was on Twitter, so everybody's talking about like the same thing. So I had to come off Twitter because I just thought this isn't helping. Um, and weirdly around the same time as well, it was when I went and got my hair cut. And I talked about this yesterday. The person that cut my hair had completely ruined, ruined it, yeah. like my they gave me such a weird haircut that I had to shave my head and it was the first time I'd ever shaved my head. So you know I've shaved my head, you know, my hair's not what I wanted, you know, um and then I ended up going and get a tattoo, uh, which I did want, but then because I was in such a weird place, the tattoo went on and I immediately hated it the second it was on. And I spent yeah. all my time thinking like that's it. I've ruined I've ruined my my arm. My arm's ruined. Like I yeah. should why have I done this? I just I don't know. And then it was just a weird thing. And at the same time, and I can't work out when I think about it now, I can't work out that it's because I was in therapy at the time and therapy was making me think about stuff and question things. And that makes me more susceptible to certain stuff. Yeah. Or if I was more susceptible at the time and that's why I went into therapy. Uh, and then all this other stuff happened to him. I can't work it out. But looking back at those diaries, I don't actually feel like it's me. And like you said, I'm completely different now. Yeah. But um, back then, yeah, I I worried a lot. And, like, I didn't have a job. So, um, you know, because I didn't have a job, I was spending all my time sitting about thinking about it, which is why if you look at my day-to-day stuff, it's why I was playing a lot of Xbox. Like, I think you saw, like, five, six hours a day, yeah. Xbox, Xbox, Xbox. It's because computer games are the only thing that fully distract me. You know, like, there are yeah. other things that slightly distract me. Movies are quite a strong distraction, but they're not a full distraction. Like with films, I like, drift in and out when I'm watching them. And then there's nothing else to do with, like there's nothing else I can think of that I would be able to do that I could stay fully distracted, whereas computer games fully distract me from stuff. Um, but even then, back then I remember worrying because like I'm, I was playing an Xbox and I was thinking about playing Xbox for six hours a day, how much electricity I was using, was my electricity like contributing to a carbon footprint? Was I personally making climate change worse because mm. of it? So like it was still managed to like bleed its way in there as well. Yeah, and um, also from like because I've had because I've read them, um, you also seem to have a quite strong like health anxiety as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, health anxiety was a it's a weird one. Health anxiety because I didn't have it prior to coming to university and. So the thing I think about, like, is I've been autistic since birth, but um, it wasn't till I moved away from, like, my family home and moved to Bournemouth. And I didn't have any anxieties and worries in, like, my first year of uni. Yeah. And then in my second year of uni, I had the odd worry here and there. Yeah. But then by the time I was in my third year of uni, towards the end of it, they were creeping in, like, these weird anxieties towards stuff. Uh, and then, you know, then I had the health anxiety one came on. I can't remember what point it came on, but I had it for years. And my health anxiety was just a case of, I think I've mentioned it a few times, but, uh, you know, if I had a cough, I'd start thinking, is that cancer? Yeah. Um, anything. Like one time I had a bit of, uh, I had like, it was it's hard to explain. I had this like really weird brown stuff on the inside of my teeth and I saw it once. And I couldn't work out what it was. And I thought I had like uh, some sort of weird like jaw rot thing that I didn't know what it was. And I thought like I've read somewhere that like toothache and heart attacks are linked. And, you know, I thought like my face was like rotting or something. And then I went and saw the dentist and I just thought he's going to tell me that I've got some sort of weird mouth cancer. And, you know, this is finally it. And then it turns out that the mouthwash I was using um, can only be used for a short period of time and you have to stop using it. And if you use it for a prolonged period of time, it does that. And all he did is he just scraped it out and just went, there you go. It's fine. Yeah. And that was it. Um, but yeah, I've had health anxiety. I had it for a long time. It's completely gone now. Now I don't have health anxiety at all. But uh, I would say that for a good two, three years of um, my life, maybe more, any time I showed anything, like even if I had a slight pain, so like I had a slight pain in like my back, I'd assume that it's my kidneys or my liver or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and you can tell it from reading the diary because it'll be sort of like something like, oh, I've got a sore throat, what does this mean? Uh, yeah. Or, you know, that not I from sort of what you said to me, like it would be like, oh, I had like an, an itch that was a little bit persistent. What does that mean? It's like maybe, you know, maybe you just got bug bite, a little bit dry skin. 
Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I, it's anything that differentiates from the norm. Yeah. Uh, and even like when I had them, like to so say when I had a sore throat, it's the same thing again. I couldn't remember what it was like to not have a sore throat. Yeah. Uh, and so I spent all my time thinking like, this is it now. This is it forever because I couldn't remember what it's like to not have one. And for some reason, I've had many sore throats in the past and I never really thought anything of them now. But, you know, so for some reason, I'd get a sore throat, but then not think, well, I've had these before. You know, they pass eventually. I just thought this is it. It's throat cancer. It's because, you know, I go out drinking or used to go out drinking, you know. And back then I used to in, used to drink like um, not a lot, but like a little bit of rum every now and then or a little bit of like bourbon or, you know, something like that. I'd have like a little glass of it before bed. Not every night. But like maybe like once a week I'd do it sometimes. Yeah. Where I just fancied one while I was watching a film. So we're watching a film that I like and then I'd get like a little like glass of rum, like just like one little bit. Uh, and then like you get a sore throat and I just start thinking this is it. It's because I've been drinking neat spirits. I've got throat cancer. Like yeah. and that's like how my brain used to connect stuff. And obviously because of my autism, I then spend all my time winding myself up thinking that it's it. Every time I swallow and it hurts, I just think it's the cancer. I'm going to die. Yeah. Um. And I think, well, I can't go to the doctors about this, which I used to, you know, like at the peak of my health anxiety, I used to go to the doctors once a week. Mm. And it wasn't just a case of, here's my one thing. I'd be like, right, so here's what it is at the moment. I've got a sore throat. My back hurts. This hurts. That hurts. I've noticed this. Is this normal? Oh, you're a poor doctor. And You were probably on a list. And he probably, and he spent, (laughs) and he spent all his time going, that's fine. You look fine. That's fine. You look fine. And he'd always tell me that I'd look, fine you know and everything's fine and not to worry and everything's you know he knew I had autism uh Emily you know because I was with her at the time she explained to him that I had health anxiety and you know it didn't help her because she was a paramedic so obviously every time I had anything yeah I'd just be like what is it and she'd just tell me and I'd just be like okay fine but then sometimes I'd hear her say to people I'm a paramedic I'm not a doctor and then I'd be like she's not a doctor (laughs) So then I'd go see a doctor and then the doctor would make me feel better. But then I'd see a story on like Twitter where somebody had said, you know, doctors kept, you know, telling me that it was fine and it was just a backache. And then it turns out I had like pancreatic cancer and now I'm going to die in a month. And I just thought, so doctors can get it wrong as well. And, you know, like, so I'd, I was like that, like in and out constantly. And then, yeah, with everything else, like if the weather was a bit hot, I'd be like climate change, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's just that's just how it how I was for a bit. You know, and it was constant and it was just it was around the same time that I was having therapy. Like I say, I can't remember if I went into therapy because I was like this or if it was because when you have therapy, they always warn you a little bit that things might get worse at the start of having therapy because they're going to like trawl a load of stuff up that you didn't realize was there. Yeah. And especially when you're autistic, because once you realize something, you can't just put it to the back of your mind like a lot of people on the spectrum once you have a thought it doesn't matter how much you try and ignore the thought it's constant like for example um she's like going on with me at the moment like i've just you you just recently bought me a um like vegan leather jacket uh, and i'm trying to work out the size of it and we were watching a mission impossible film last night and there was loads of characters wearing leather jackets and i was trying to work out how it sits on them to how this one sits on me and if it's the right size but i was watching the movie and every time i saw on leather jacket i just thought I suppose it's supposed to look like that. And then this morning we were watching a Louis Theroux and there was a couple of people wearing leather jackets. I was just like, is that smaller or is that bigger? Like, so you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. th- like even thoughts like that just sit with you like all the time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. When you've got really bad thoughts, like I had at the time then, like everything that happens, like I just panic. I'd see something and just panic. Um, like, I remember, I think I mentioned it before on one of the ones I mentioned before when I was working where I work and somebody brought a phone in uh, and uh, the phone, when I turned it on, it said that it had been in a country that ISIS were like dominant in at the time. Right. And I got it in my head that this phone was an ISIS phone. Right. And like, if I turned it on, would it explode? You know? Right. (laughs) Things like that. Sort of uh, rational uh, yeah yeah like and i just thought that's crazy talk like even at the time when i thought it, i just thought that's crazy but my brain for some reason was linking everything to everything i was thinking like is that normal is that not it like this big like metal guy with a beard came in not metal as in like made out of metal but he's into like metal music you right okay. guys. and he was wearing a hoodie that said isis on it and i just thought <gasps> like 
maybe. And I just thought, in my head, I was thinking, yeah, because he'd walk around with a hoodie that says it on it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> it's a secret organization when they try and infiltrate people. But yeah, sure, they've got their own merchandise and they walk around shops wearing it. But I had to Google why he was wearing the hoodie and I found out there's a metal band called ISIS. Right, okay. Uh, and obviously they just unfortunately named their band ISIS and then ISIS came about and I guess they've changed their name now. But well, I, I, saw... think, I think ISIS have. I think, aren't they just the Islamic yeah, the, State? Well, now? they're not They're not technically called ISIS. That's just what we called them. Right, oh, um, okay. And mm-hmm. then they, we, we've, we've come up with... They, at the time, that's how they were... That was their common right, yeah. name. Yeah, now it's different. But back then... Do you know what I mean? Like, I saw a guy wearing it and I just thought, oh, like, he's the thing. And also, ironically, he's the one that traded this phone in. Okay. So he's wearing a hoodie that says ISIS. And he was trading a phone in that had been in one of the countries where ISIS were known to be. So, right. like, I was then, I was, like, the one that had to check this phone over. Oh, oh you poor thing. <laughs> like, I was, <laughs> while I was checking the phone over, I was Googling his hoodie and I found the metal band and I was oh, like... I kind of wish I could watch the CCTV <laughs> footage of you testing it because I, I can imagine your face sort of, like, looking round, not knowing what to do. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, so, yeah, like, that's how it is. So when you've got really bad ones, it was just, it was constantly, like, in my head. Yeah. Like, all the time. And, yeah, that's, that's, like... At this point, now looking back on it, like I'm not like that at all. Like now, like you said, I'm completely different. Yeah. Um, like even when I listen to the, because we've been doing this podcast now for, I realized we're doing this podcast like over two years now. Yeah. It was like two years, like two months ago. We've done like two, no, we've done 100 episodes. We've done over 100 episodes now. Then we're like 110 or something. But yeah, we've been doing this for two years. Um, and like even if you listen to the beginning episodes of this, like we're different. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, five years ago, yeah, I it just I, I remember that's like the worst. That's the most burger I've ever been five years ago. Mm. Like even when I look back at the other, because the other times I was in therapy, it was for different reasons, and you know, some were before diagnosis, some were after. Um, one time I was in therapy during diagnosis because I was not sure I was coming to terms with being autistic and you know all that kind of stuff. But this was like. This is the worst, the most burger I've ever been yeah. was during this diary that you've just read recently. Yeah. Um, like I say, I'm a lot calmer now. And I don't know if it's because I've come to terms with, with my autism or um, I'm just more relaxed these days than I was uh, probably. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, like I say, I don't know, but... I don't I don't see that as something that I remember and I don't know why and reading the diaries has made me remember it but it kind of feels like like I say it's kind of like reading the diaries of of a different person I don't, I don't read yeah. it and think I was like that once I just read it and just think this person you know had some problems well I just think because like I was reading it and I it did kind of make me think of we get quite a lot of um, messages from people um saying things that sound kind of uh, obviously it's not necessarily the same worries but saying things either about themselves or about you know their loved ones if it's like their partner or child or something and they are thinking the thought processes that sound very similar to what you were sort of describing in this diary Mm. um and i just wondered if there was anything that you feel has particularly helped or changed or if there's anything you know of or was it just a case of letting it run its course or do you know what perhaps made it worse if that was the worst you've ever been do you sort of did did you have anything that might help if somebody's feeling or having thought processes that are similar I mean for me back then it just passed so I just got to a point where it wasn't a worry anymore um like I'm not someone that knows how to relax so I wouldn't say try and relax and (laughs) It is, it's one of those things where you can't really distract yourself either. Like, I think, I think NT people, not all NT people, but I think for someone that is neurotypical, it's easier to, um, to distract yourself from something. Even like the really difficult stuff that might be happening, it's, you can find some sort of release from it. Mm. You know, like you can, even if it's just for brief periods or short, like amounts of time in the day you can somehow distract yourself from it. But um, I think for autistics, I think you just have to let it, it will eventually stop and you'll move on to something else. Like I say, the health, some of them were bad, like the health anxiety one for me went on for years. Um, But like I say, you just kind of, 
I just kind of got over it eventually. It wasn't there at one point. It wasn't there until I got to like my mid twenties, and then it was in my mid twenties till like early thirties, and then it disappeared. And now I don't have it at all. Sometimes I have it. So I had a back pain the other day, mm. uh, and I did think like, "Is that my liver?" But um, it was so brief. I had a thought of, "Is that my liver?" And then I just thought, "No," and then that was it. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I logically thought about why my back was hurting. I remember that I'd um, been carrying a lot more weight than I normally did at one point. Uh, I remember doing a, we did a a workout where I think I'd moved weird. And then I remember that uh, we were running the other morning and uh, you pushed me out the way of that snail. <laughs> uh, and uh, I remember... I'm so sorry. I remember my back felt a little bit weird then. So I think it was just all related to that. So I just thought, yeah. I was very determined to save this snail's life. Yeah, yeah, you thought I was going to step on it, so you just kind of shoved me <laughs> over a wall. I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, I, yeah, I reacted very quickly yeah. to not letting this snail get stepped on. Yeah, so, um, and you know, I cycled to work with a bag and I've... I went three months without cycling to work with a bag. Yeah. So, you know, it's just adjusting to that. So, like, that's logically what it was. But I did have the brief thought of, is that my liver? But yeah. then um, I just thought, no, because if it was my liver, then it would hurt constantly. Uh, and it doesn't. It only hurts when I move in a certain way. And, like, when I do certain things, I can feel it. But then there's certain times where I can't feel it at all. So I was just like, so it's obviously muscular. Uh, and then once I had that thought, the liver one just disappeared. So I don't know if that's a, a thing, because obviously burgers in general, you know, were quite logical. So I don't know if I've just learned to logically tell myself that's fine. Because after going to the doctor so many times when I did have the health anxiety, every time he was just like, no, you're perfectly yeah. fine. And, you know, every time, every time I've had blood pressure tests, they've told me that my blood pressure is really good. And every time I've had like blood tests, they've said my blood's really good. And every time I've had any sort of physical tests at all, they've told me that I'm like above average, but, you know, in a good way. Yeah. Uh, same with like my weight and that kind of thing. So health wise, I've always been told that I'm like, like super healthy. Yeah. So now when I've been being told that repeatedly eventually has gone in and now I'm just like, yeah, no, it can't be that. Uh, and same with like injuries and stuff. I think now I just tell myself, well, yeah, but it could be that. But think about it. And then I think about the things I've done. I was like, yeah, or it's that. And that makes more sense. So that's what it is. So I just I just kind of do that now. I think the thought is there, but I kind of just squash it before it becomes something that, you know, is all consuming. And then that's all I think about. Yeah. Uh, but then stuff like the the jacket situation, I can't think of a logic thought logical thought to tell me, you know, whether that's. Look at you looking at it. <laughs> I know, I know. But do you know what I mean? Like, I can't think of a logical way to convince myself that it is supposed to look like that or isn't supposed to look like that. So therefore, I'm still like, my thoughts are just like, it's fine. Or is it too big? Or is it too small? Or is it this? Or is it that? Because yeah. I can't think of a, a way to convince myself that it's either way. Yeah. No, what does it no that makes sense. So I think that's why I have certain thoughts still. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's very interesting. I think also like the other thing to take into account that I wouldn't necessarily have, have thought about, but I was, you know, you, when you're writing in a diary, if you're just writing your thoughts, you're presumably going to put in your burger thoughts. So it it's probably makes it seem like it was more than it was potentially. I don't know, um, because it's a you know it's a diary where you're that's all you're writing about. So you're not necessarily going to write the other stuff. Um, and I, I think also for you, um, n in a nice way, Yes. I would say you are more, I don't know how to word it properly. Maybe you can help. I was going to say something along. <laughs> the, just, just say it. I was going to say something along the lines of like, you're more of a negative person, but not that's, in a. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Not in a, like you're a, a negative person, but you will focus more on negative or at least you seem to only really be able to focus on negative you don't only, focus on the positive i only notice yeah that's what i mean stuff. that's what i mean you when won't... positive stuff happens to me or other things the positive stuff goes completely over my head i don't yeah. ever recognize positive 
So anything good that happens, or yeah, yeah. But the negative stuff, I recognize it. The, se- the second anything negative happens, I know it straight away. Yeah. 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 So I think um, that's probably contributes to the thoughts as well, because it might be that, you know, maybe a positive thought comes into your head, but it's almost like you don't notice it, whereas a negative thought might pop in and then you've sort of locked onto that. You've you, It's there and that's what you're thinking about. So it could be along those lines but I I do think it's interesting I think it's probably a good thing to share as well because I'm sure there are people that listen that are having thought processes that are similar but it might be nice to hear that it can change yeah 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 um Um, yeah yeah come on I mean (laughs) while we were talking about this I just thought of one of my little techniques that I use (laughs) I don't know if it will work for anyone else but I've never mentioned it on this before but we were talking about it and I thought oh well I just do this but I mean I don't I'm I'm kind of we're kind of different in this because I don't worry too much about anything really I'm not I'm not a big worrier and I'm not really a big like negative thoughts person either it doesn't like I have them obviously but I, I don't think negative stuff too often I guess mm, no it has to be really bad for you to be thinking about it yeah like I, I'm not a I, I don't know I, I just don't really focus on like negative stuff or I don't really think about it but if I ever do have a negative thought <laughs> yeah which I only really sometimes it happens in the morning sometimes I wake up and be, like the first thought will be like a negative one and I think oh I don't want to think about that so when I have a thought that I don't want to think about I just blow it away I don't know if this will work for anyone else, but I've used it my whole life. Okay, just to clarify before you start on this, this isn't something that I've ever heard of. So I know you you just said that we've had this. You've never told me about this before. Have I not? No. Oh, well, <laughs> well, I've I've done it my whole my whole life. Well, from what I can remember, forever. So whenever I have like a bad thought in my head, so I don't know. I'm trying to think of a bad thought. I don't know, maybe something like, today's not going to be a very good day. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> don't laugh at me. I'm not. I don't know, a bad, just a bad thought. I If I think about it, I just, I just, I like, I physically blow, like a, and that's me in my head, like, blowing that thought away. And then if it comes back, I blow it again. I've never seen you actually do I do it the, in the morning. I've never seen you do the, the blow. I've never heard it. No, but, no, because I don't, like, do you do it when no one's around then? Because I've, I mean, like I've, no, I've been around you a lot. And like, you're I've, probably not going to notice I've, if I just ran, if I just go. You're not going to. No, don't, but I don't know. I made it. I made it louder oh, okay, for the sake right, of okay. the. I was going to say. So I don't, it's not a very loud. Right, it's very. Okay. It's a quiet. It's just almost like I'm breathing out, but I, you know, it's a blow. But you, I, otherwise, the, you won't be able to hear it on this. But it's it's like this. it's really quiet I mean like I say it doesn't happen very often it tends to only happen like first thing when I wake up is really the only time if I'm gonna have bad thoughts Um, so like I say it's really not common but I always do that and that's always worked for me and if it comes back I just blow again and I just persistently will blow until I don't have the bad thought anymore and I don't know if that would work for anyone else, but I've just, while we were talking about this, I thought, what do I do when I think bad things? And that is what I do. And I've always done it from when I was like a child. I remember just thinking, oh, I just, I just blow that thought away. So and you just made that up? Like nobody told you blow away your bad thoughts? You no. Just, it's, it's a thing you thought of yourself. It's not something you heard somebody to say or anything like that? No, I don't think so. I don't think I heard someone say it. I mean, it might be. Like, no, it's interesting. It's, worked, it's always worked for me. So maybe it's a technique for some people and I don't know I just thought I would share it because like I I think I've said on here before as well like one of my big things that I do and I do it a lot is if something does seem bad I do try and give myself the thought process of will this matter to me in a day will this matter to me in a week will this matter to me in a month will it matter to me in a year um I I think that a lot like if there's something that I think oh my god this is really bad then I, like I've always I like I think I've said in here before like if I used to think I was in trouble at home when I was like a child if I used to think oh I'm gonna be in trouble because I've done something wrong I don't know I got I didn't do my homework and I got a detention or something I'd feel like oh are my parents gonna be angry at me today maybe are they gonna be angry at me tomorrow maybe are they gonna be angry at me in a week 
no, it will be forgotten about in a week. And that's like my thought. So I think that quite often as well, um, whenever I feel a bit down about something like my first ever relationship when it ended, I was a little bit blue. But then I thought in a month's time, I won't care about this. And for some reason that helps me deal with it now, because I think, well, if I'm not going to care about it then, why should I care about it now? Yeah. I'm not saying it's the... It might not be that logical, but that's... I don't know. I, I always have my own... I'm very big on my own coping mechanisms and the blowing away my thoughts or thinking this won't matter to me in a, a week's time, a year's time, really helps me to deal with things um, in, a, in a way. I thought I'd share my ones, but, you know, I don't... I don't I feel like my ones only work with certain people. Some people are always like, oh, wow, that sounds really good with the uh, will this matter to me in a week. Like, I've heard some people that listen to this say like that they liked that, but it doesn't seem to work for everyone. I mean, I, I mean I've mean, i heard the it doesn't matter to me in a week. Yeah. yeah. You've told me that one before. Uh, I'm just blown away by you saying that you didn't do homework and you were worried about. Oh, I mean that that I use that as an example. I, was say, I did. I, I, I can't did. imagine you ever not doing your homework. Like you <laughs> just it was that like that distracted me for a bit. Like I was listening to what you're saying, but I, I was a little bit like, no, there's no way you never not did your homework. Like that's just. I mean, yeah, me. Like I always there's loads of times I didn't do my homework, but like you, I just I, I just don't believe it. I just I don't even think you'd be angry with i don't think you'd be worried about what your parents thought no, I wouldn't. you'd be more angry with yourself you'd be more disappointed with yourself it wouldn't matter what your parents said you'd just be going like oh, i can't believe you didn't do your homework yeah <laughs> i mean yeah yeah i didn't like I, I did my homework i was good you know i was I'd like i uh, but i guess for me like my actual work at school is quite good but maybe i'd be in trouble for something else like i did i was i got in trouble for other stuff yeah um so but it, it it was more like that sort of thought process uh <laughs> you've got your own like because that the blowing away thing is 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 not that different to i mean because i've i've done like um like i said i've done cbt before and mindfulness and that kind of thing and that technique's very similar to the kind of things that they do yeah so you know um it's interesting that you created your own version of that because me and therapy um it it never really it never really worked therapies never all the therapies i've done they've never really worked as much as i'm saying that therapy might have been the reason that i was the way i was and that passed but when my therapy ended i was still feeling the same way once it was over it just it passed over time um but therapy's never been something that worked for me. Even when I was writing down the what I was feeling every hour, yeah, uh, I didn't see the point in it, and I didn't feel like it was doing stuff. I just thought I'm writing it down for, um, you know, the therapy because they want to see it, yeah, so they can then talk about it. But I didn't see the point in it myself. And writing down my thoughts, it didn't really matter because I think all the same thoughts all the time anyway. So putting them on paper doesn't make them any different to me and you know even if I read them back I wouldn't feel any different because I just think well I think that anyway you know it's, yeah. just, it's just a physical version of what's in my head 24-7 so what does it matter it doesn't make a difference yeah reading it back to myself didn't make me realize anything or think actually yeah this is a bit much I just thought fine that's that's how it is um whereas yeah you seem to because we've well, I think in the past we've talked about you going into therapy um about certain things but you've never wanted to do it because you felt like you don't need to mm. uh, and you don't feel like it would be beneficial anyway. Um, so you've just never even like considered it a thing. And to be honest, I don't really think that you, you need anything like that. Well, I, I think like it's not that... I mean, I do think that therapy can be beneficial and like I'm sure it could benefit me as well. I don't want to say like, oh, you know, nothing could help me. But then I also feel like I am very... Like I deal with things myself a lot. And I think that I know myself really well, to be honest. Like, I, I understand. Sometimes I understand, like, the way I'm being before I be it. Do you know, like, I I am very, like, in tune with... Uh, I think there's people out there that, like, sometimes you're not sure, like, if you like something or don't like something. Whereas yeah. I think I'm quite... I know if I like something or if I don't like it. And I can tell usually, like, straight away how I feel about particular things or sometimes you ask me for my opinion on things and I think I think some I mean for example this morning you asked me my opinion on um something uh the wording thing 
changing wording. I don't remember this. Bedroom. You had to have like... Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that thing I read, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so sometimes you ask me for my opinion on things. And I don't know whether you expect like a yes or no answer, but I always go quite, quite like in depth about my thoughts about it. But even though you've just asked me, I can give you like, I don't know, like a page essay about how I feel about it on the spot. Like, I, I think I just know like my my feelings towards things a lot so that's why i don't yeah and also i think like the stuff with me when i was worried about climate change and you know when i have the health anxieties and that kind of thing i don't feel like they happen so much with you um and i don't mean this like in a mean way or something but because you've said it yourself but you can only ever deal with one thought at one time anyway so i feel like you couldn't have something that constantly worries you because the second you thought about it You'd think about it, but then if somebody said to you, what are you having for dinner later? I just don't think that you'd stay with the the worry. I think it would move on because then you'd just be like, what am I having for dinner later? And then that's it. Your thoughts are about what you're having for dinner. Yeah. And then nothing else can like overshadow anything or just constantly. There was like, because I've got, I always think about loads of stuff all the time. Like there's always that one dominant one that's always there, but then it's also there while loads of other things are being thought about at the same time. I just have the, over- like, like if the jacket's supposed to look a certain way, I'm able to watch films and, you know, do other stuff, but it will apply itself to everything I'm doing. So every yeah. time we're walk, if we're walking down the road, like, you know, I'll see people wearing coats now and just think like, yeah, does that look the same as it looked like on me? Um, but I'm still able to like think and have conversations and stuff. Or like we said yesterday with the hairdressers and barbers and that, I'm able to think, but it, it is constantly there in my mind and I'm constantly thinking about it. But it's just it's the main it's the main thing i suppose it's it's hard to it's hard to use a good like i suppose analogy of how my brain operates but there's this like one major thought that's my main thought at the moment but then there's all these little ones that aren't as big but are still able to like get their time you know with me so i can think about them yeah um yeah yeah well i've just got this overall uh, thing i guess i've got this overall theme but my thoughts are all and it can control my, like, I suppose my my other thoughts, like, they are all slightly tainted by the main thought, but I can have them. Whereas with you, you have one thing and that's the thing you're thinking about now. Yeah. Uh, and then once that's done, it just, it moves along. It's like a conveyor belt of thoughts. You just, <laughs> next one, next one, next one. And one that's already been with you could come back. Yeah. But it has to wait until it's turn and then it's on. Yeah, it does. And then it's the next one. And you're just doing that. Whereas, yeah, mine's a bit more like, it's like going into just a a room that's like an absolute mess. Yeah. And you're just picking stuff up and it's just all over the place. Whereas yeah. yours, it's, it's more organised. Like it's this, then this, it then is. this, then this. And then something that's been around could come around again, but in its own time it can't just be like no me now i love that you said that because i think my brain is really organized (laughs) like when i think like i think everything in like an order and yeah i am like one thing at a time like i'll deal with this and then i'll deal with that and i will put that to like one side for now and i think also my brain not to not like i'm a really positive person but i think my brain will go to positive thoughts definitely more often than negative um and it for me it's always thinking about what i'm excited about is i think my main thought that will like you say recycle itself around it tends to be like if it's a negative thing i have to deal with it i deal with it sort of quickly and then it's gone and i'm done whereas the like i always come back to what am i excited about if i think something bad i then think what am i excited about the moment and it's always something you know it's only something little maybe it is dinner or like this week i've been excited about giving you this jacket for yeah (laughs) because i i got the jacket on monday so i've had like all week of just i'm excited to give it to you on set because i gave it to you yesterday so like it, it just keeps cycling around my head of i'm excited to do this or i'm excited to do that and i think that's a big thing that I focus on and it probably helps that's probably another coping mechanism for me is I always have something that I'm looking forward to and that will then sort of overshadow bad things so even if I'm thinking like oh today was a I don't know I had a bad day at work or something I think yeah but I'm really looking forward to the the meal that we're gonna have like at the weekend or something like I I don't know I always just there's always something to look forward to yeah which I would say helps 
for me to deal with things but like I think you're right I I tend to deal with one thought at a time and I think that's why for me I actually prefer so you like to play games or like um, video games or you said like watch films and that helps to distract you whereas I actually don't really like being distracted from my thoughts because I like to think um so I do like reading uh, but other than that I'm quite I enjoy just sitting like I like sitting I don't have to listen to anything I don't have to be doing anything I can just sit and think through my little conveyor belt of thoughts or I like we've got locusts I like to watch the locusts I'll sit there and watch the locusts for ages or do like a Rubik's Cube or the the Megaminx or whatever say it wrong don't I? Yeah. Megamix. 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 Um, I like to I like to just do things like that where I can sort of channel thoughts at the same time I like to play Sudoku and stuff like that because then I can I can cipher through my thoughts at the same time and just one by one I like the idea of that that you if you have a positive thought you just think cool send that one back round yeah like that come back like I'm not done with that one it's kind of like a little sorting office in my head and I think oh this negative one deal with that and then that can be like posted off great but like this positive one we're just going to keep holding on to that yeah I'll put that one back around again yeah I kind of think that is how it works and I because I can't empathise with you uh, in the sense of so like one of the things that you were worried about and have been worried about yeah is you know that at some point you're going to have to go back to work yeah like you've been working from home now for a while but you've said that your work's putting in stuff to you know go back to the office yeah go back to the office and you're worried about it and i because i can't i can't get around the way that you think uh and obviously you know burgers in general we're not good at like thinking about the way other people think yeah um i think that you think like me and obviously if i was you and I was worried about going back to going to work. It would be all I was thinking about. Yeah. And it would be my main thought that would be the thing that I'm thinking about all the time is this thing. So I just assume that that's what you're doing all the time. So I keep like checking in with you and being like, you all right? And like, you know, how are you doing? Like that kind of thing. Because I think that it's thinking about it. But really, you've had it. It's moved on. Yeah, and I've actually dealt with that thought as well. So I'm not even, it's not even like it's coming back around. I'm not worried about it anymore. For me, it's very much like I processed it. And I was, I did feel a little bit. And it, it wasn't like, a, it wasn't a quick thing for me. Like it, it was a thought for maybe like three or four days. It wasn't constant. It was very much like I was dealing with it. It was coming back around. Uh, but it was like three or four days. But then I just you know I sat myself down in my brain and had a proper here's how we're going to deal with this and then I thought about it logically and I it's it's gone now like it's sorted I'm fully okay now and I don't have a worry about it it doesn't make me feel yeah whereas... anything but I could tell the other day you started bringing it up and it was after I dealt with it and I was like yeah, yeah I'm fine and I could see that you were a bit like what yeah because I just think like you're not because I wouldn't be yeah. so you must still be thinking about it but you're just trying to hide it from me now uh, and yeah, it's just I forget that that's that's how it works for you. That you had your rant, you were a bit like, you yeah, know, worried about it, and then you've moved on. Whereas like now, when some so you've had like say you have another negative thought about something, I think oh it's because she's going back to work. Yeah, I start. Then I bring it up and I go, is it because you're going back to work? And then you're like, no. <laughs> but then you're thinking about going back to work again, and I'm kind of like, gone. Think about this. Yeah, <laughs> bring this back. <laughs> But yeah, like I, I, so I guess that was one where it was a little bit longer. Like that was probably the worst notice that I've had for a while. But again, like I do, it just takes me a little bit of time. I deal with it sort of logically and then I am okay. And I think it's weird, uh, I guess for other, not just you, but like for people to understand when, if I am feeling, if I'm quite clearly feeling upset or annoyed about something and I say to you like this upsets or annoys me, I think it can be a little bit confusing. If I then go and deal with it in my head and then I'm fine with it and it no longer upsets me or annoys me because that happens with me with a lot of things. Like I can feel a certain way, but then I feel fine about that particular thing. And then you come at me with a conversation about it and then I'm like, oh, I don't I don't mind about that anymore. I think that can be kind of confusing. Yeah. For some people to understand me and they think, well, you're not fine with it though, are you? And I think, no, no, no I am now. <laughs> I've I thought it through and now I'm okay <laughs> but I don't know maybe it's just like we all deal with things differently 
I just try and put my weird little coping mechanisms out there in case it helps somebody else, but it probably won't because I feel like whenever I describe things, I feel like it's it's less uh, unanimous. No, no. Like, you know, with this podcast in general, we have loads of people that say, like, they're either Team Scarlet or Team Nikki, and I do feel like the majority of people, well, more people are Team Scarlet than me anyway. Okay. You always say, like, this is how I do this, and then there's there's people that message us saying, I'm the same. Mm, I do this the yeah. same way as Scarlet does. So, yeah, no, I think you, you're probably... I think you're more, like, you've got more, I suppose, what's the word I'm looking for here? Why can't I put it together? I don't want to say you've got more in common with people that listen. You've got more similarities? Yeah, I suppose Is that the word I want? That's a a word. I mean, it's a word. (laughs) Cheers for that. Is it the right word? I want to say that you and other people think alike. What's the word for that? Yeah. You don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers for that. Huh? A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do people say cheers in other countries? I don't know. I was just sorry. I'm just like now. I'm trying to picture like if I've seen any American things where people are like cheers. There's there's loads of stuff that I'm I'm learning that's not. This is an English thing that's just. I don't just know weird. if cheers is or not. Do you no. say cheers? Someone like answer on like our Facebook page or something. Do you say cheers for thanks in America? Like if someone passes you something, you go cheers. Well, I mean, like, as a weird thing from this, at the moment, I, I'm working with someone that's from Portugal, and uh, he can't get his head round the fact that we say in a bit. So, like, when we say, yeah, I'll see you in a bit, or in a bit, or I'll do it in a bit, it, apparently it makes no sense to him. He well, says, it's like in a bit of time. Yeah, well, yeah, but like, I know, but like, he, he just said it's such a weird saying, and uh, it makes no sense when you think about it, and uh, it's it's taken him a while to understand why we say it and apparently that's a that's an english thing just to be like in a bit i used to have like a lot of friends that were albanian and uh they absolutely loved the way english people like say in it (laughs) even though like i don't really say it very often but uh i don't know they loved it they loved in it they started using it all the time in their own like speech patterns they'd be like but how are you and they'd be like yeah i'm good thanks in (laughs) it make me laugh i like that uh that's what they've taken from english people but yeah no i think the cheers thing i think the cheers thing makes sense people say cheers and yeah it just kind of means like a, a thanks thing or a, that kind of thing i just think we just use it in general uh we even use it in a negative way over here which i always find funny when someone does something that annoys you and you go yeah cheers mate yeah <laughs> <laughs> we were like <laughs> Yes, other. I think we've got quite a few for thanks. I don't know if other countries say, uh, well, other English-speaking countries. I don't think Americans say tar either. No one says tar. Tar gets barely used around here. There's certain things where people say tar. I don't think it's... My nan always says tar. Yeah, like I think older generations say tar. Like like where I'm from, tar duck comes up a lot. And you always say tar (laughs) to like a child, don't you? If a child passes you something, you say tar. I always say it to children. I know, but... (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying it, it, it's, it's phasing out that one. It's oh, good. is you it? Know, like 10 years from now, no one's saying tar. Yeah, like toodle pip and cheerio. Toodle, right, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cheerio. Don't say no, it's cheerio. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Um, in fact, you've completely thrown me off now. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, yeah, social media. Um, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just look for them, Asperger's. The Twitter's not doing so well at the moment, but that's because I've somehow managed to lock myself out and I can't remember the password. Um, but, like, Instagram and Facebook, just look for them, Asperger's. There's a private group in Facebook if you want to join it to talk about uh, talk to other people about autism, Asperger's, that kind of thing. Uh, and there is an email address, which is themaspergers at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. It's lovely. Yeah. And bye!